Hey everyone, welcome to Girl Things the Podcast. I'm Naomi. And I'm Erin. And this is a space to chat about navigating your 20s and 30s, being a young mum, relationships, and everything in between. Join us, two lifelong friends, for weekly episodes to dive into the highs and lows of life. Hey everyone, welcome back to Girl Things. This is episode seven and we are going to be chatting all things career and work, a little bit about our journeys post high school and how we kind of got into the careers that we are in now. We're also just going to touch on the fact that we are just not career girlies and hopefully normalize that for people a little bit too. But before we get stuck into that, Ezzy, do you want to share your high and your low? My... Hi, this week was getting back to the gym after a few weeks off because Melo was ill and whatnot. Um, but specifically, I've been feeling very unmotivated with it. So I started back doing reformer Pilates and I just love it. It's so fun. It's like a really good workout. My muscles really hurt the next day. So that's not the best, but it's just, it's nice. I love it. I really enjoy it. So I did that two or three times this week, which I really love. Nice. Um, which is great. Uh, my low was the um just kind of struggle that I'm having at the moment in terms of balancing all the different things that I just have going on like work kids social life my relationship and stuff like that so just trying to find like a nice balance between that and yeah. not and not live like feeling perpetually tired and overwhelmed yeah which I honestly feel like at this age, just everyone is trying to do. Yeah, find me someone no who's not oh. chronically tired and yeah. just literally yeah, overwhelmed. Um, and something I'm loving is if you live in the, it's pretty niche actually, but if you live in the inner west of Sydney, uh, I love this bakery that I am probably the only, the last one to discover, but it's called Goodwood Bake Shop, I think, on Marrickville Road. And it's just so fucking good. I had a croissant. Actually, I had two croissants there from oh. there yesterday. Oh, my God, yeah. Yum. I was like, so what should I get? And Rico's like, oh, just choose something. And I was like, five somethings. <laughs> um, but they were so good. It was literally probably the best croissant I've ever had. Wow. Big call, but it was so Huge good. Call. It was so good. Um, So, I yeah, I'm going to go back every day. Love that. Yeah. Yeah, it is really nice, the that bakery. Yeah. Um, I'll start with my low. My low this week is... I got a really bad uh, hair color done and I just want to give a little shout out and say sorry to my one of my besties, Ellen, who usually does my hair. I just didn't really have the time to go down because she's in Wollongong and get it done. So I went to this place up the road and I really regret it. I hate it. She overtoned it way too much and now it's just like a muddy gray color. And Ellen, I'm really sorry. I'm never, ever going to do that again and I love you. <laughs> You've never done that to me. Anyway, that's my low, so I'm going to try and strip it out with some, like, dishwashing detergent or something. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, I'm not. I so can't do that. already very fine hair. No, I'm not doing that. You'll go bald, babe. I'll probably, yeah, it'll probably fall out. And um, then my what's high. Your high, yeah? My high is I found a really beautiful dress for my brother's wedding this mm. weekend. It's, it's gorgeous. Yeah, I really love it. It's got, like, really big puffy sleeves. I'm such a puffy sleeve lover. So where'd you get it? I got it from the iconic. I think the brand is Air. Yeah, A A R E. Such a great brand. I really love oh it. Oh my Good gosh! Quality. Because I bought that. Now things from Air like pop up on my mm. like 
ads and stuff. Everything is so gorgeous. Yeah. And the quality of the stuff is really, really nice. For the price. Like, it's not cheap, but it's, like, a really good price for what you get. Yeah. And I was reading as well, like, it's all quite sustainable. It is, yeah. It's all, like, linen and cotton. And, and it's an iconic like house that. brand, too. So, they own the brand. Oh, there you yeah. go. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, um, cool. And what are you loving? Something I'm loving is my – I should just make this my moment to do, like, book recommendations because I did that a couple of weeks ago. I'm doing it again now. My rec this week is – or my something I'm loving is a book called The Soulmate by Sally Hepworth. Mm. It is such an incredible book. Is it fiction, nonfiction? It's – fiction I get those two so confused is it made up it's not a true story okay beautiful. so that's fiction, fiction. I believe <laughs> uh, got it yeah it is so good it is just such a juicy story of this like married couple and they get sort of involved in this like criminal sort Oof, of world that sounds like my kind of book they kind of like commit a crime it's so interesting you don't want to put it down. I've, Ooh. Yeah, I'm almost I'm going to read that. I'm going to get it on my Kindle. You know when you're reading a book that's so good, all you can think about is when am I next going to have time to like yeah. sit down and read my book? It's one of those. That's one of my favorite feelings yeah. in the world. Or like I think about the characters a lot and like, yes. oh, I, also, miss, I miss reading books. I, used I to know. As you used to plow. I used to read like two, three books, books a week. Yeah. But this, um, I, I just love books when they're set in Australia. Oh, is it set like, in Australia? Yeah, it's set nice. in like Victoria on, on the coast of Victoria and stuff. Not that I'm familiar with that area, but um, <laughs> I don't know. There's just something Close about it. <laughs> yeah. There's just something about knowing that the characters like live in the same country as me and also, stuff. Like, whereas that kind of makes it more relatable. Like I can, I can envision the landscape that mm. the author is describing and also stuff. like the language the humor yeah just all of the sort of cultural nuances i yeah can can see Love so that. such a good book mm. the soulmate by sally hepworth okay maybe Highly we should back. um share some book recs on instagram or yeah. something um mainly because i want yours because you've said like 10 and i'm like oh yeah i should read that and then i forget yeah. but i am gonna download that on my kindle tonight and start it yeah you would Love really it. like it i think Alrighty, let's uh let's jump into the app we're gonna talk about all the careers yeah. to career or not to career. Not to not to in our Maybe we'll see. This also I just wanna preface the conversation with this is just mine and Erin's perspective and opinion on work. Absolutely. B. Also this whole podcast is mine and Erin's opinion on life. Yeah. I, I was just reflecting last on last week's episode with all the body image things and stuff like that. I don't want anyone thinking that we're trying to, like, really, like... We're not an advice podcast. No, absolutely not. Yeah, we're more just into sharing our experiences, hoping... If you're nodding along, great. If you're like, "Mm, don't agree, great. If you feel like you're a different type of person than us, that's great. We're all different. That's the best thing about us. Don't, Don't feel like you have to do what we're doing or what we say or anything like that, like... At all. This yeah. is just us having a little chitty chat. It's just a little chitty chat. And like it's you, just a gal's chatting. If in you it. can relate, great. Great. If you can't, great. That's fine. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, let's get L-Y-B-L. into it. Yeah, okay. Stay tuned. Cool. Stay tuned. Bye. Nimi, 
tell us a little bit about the different jobs and I guess degrees and things like that you've done since finishing school. Okay, cool. Miss the skip over the Donut King career. Ah, really? (laughs) All right. I won't bore people with the Donut King career. I left school. I worked at before and after school care or USH and that was incredible. I worked there for almost 10 years while I did. Yeah. While I did all three university degrees. (laughs) I also did a little bit of nannying. I worked at industry with you. I worked there a couple days a week. Which is a men's clothing store. It's a men's clothing store. Uh, that was fun. What else have I done? The, those were the kinds of jobs that I maintained while I was at uni. I also worked in like a corporate insurance company for a oh, year. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I forgot about that wow, too. Wow, I've done so many you random have. things. And you've done a lot of little like little like market kind of stores. Yeah. You've done some like little waitressing I did a little bit of waitressing stuff. That just like fun. on the side, you're you're a big um you're a big double job girl. I'm a big double slash triple job gal. Yeah, you even love... now I work at more than one place and I love yeah, it. Yeah, you love like a, a real range. I love it. Whereas range. I'm a I'm a job security, which makes sense. Fame. You yeah. kind of you kind of need it. Yeah, <laughs> two kids. Yeah, you have children. <laughs> um, yeah. But anyway, yes. Yeah. So what have you what? And what about the degrees you did while you yeah, were Yeah, so I had a year off after school and then I went to uni and I did a visual arts degree, which doesn't qualify you to do anything, but it was a really incredible time in my life. I found it really just eye-opening. I met really different, unique people. It was all very arty kind of mm. people. Are you still friends with anyone you met there? Um, No. Mm. Am I? Sometimes I like checking on them on Instagram and stuff, but they all kind of stayed in that realm a little more. Whereas I was like, yeah, I don't really see myself being a photographer or anything. I still feel like a creative person. I channel that cre- creativity into like doing podcast stuff or yeah. doing my in-skin stuff, which I've been slacking on. But yeah, so I did a visual arts degree that was at Sydney Uni. And then after that, I just kept, after I finished it, I kept working out before and after school care. But while I... Was working there, I applied to do like a graduate entry primary education degree. Mm. Did that at Macquarie Uni, finished that. I remember going with you to uni one day to hand in um, your assignment. My and... dancing one? Yeah. Good times. <laughs> oh my God. And I was like, oh, show me. You're like, oh, no, it's all right. Like you, you probably don't want to see it. I was like, no, I absolutely <sighs> want to see it. And it was basically just her like on her parents' back deck dancing with a fucking um yeah like a ribbon yeah it's like that lizzie mcguire like episode a if anyone Good has times. seen that but oh my god yeah i i do we have that i want to share it uh you know what i think oh Matt, my god it was on youtube actually yeah i'll find it i'll find it for you guys don't even worry okay you really don't have to do that Anyway. No, it's fine. I'll take one for the team. I'm happy to find it. Um, okay. What did you do after that? You taught for a bit. Yeah, I casual. I was casual teaching for a while. Then I had my own class. And I had my own class for, I want to say, two years. I was full t- like a full-time teacher. And then Fuck. I actually... That quick. I yeah. Thought that was like six months. Yeah, no, I wish. And you were... Uh, you then I ended it. up hating it. <laughs> Seriously. To be fair, Just like, you taught a... in some pretty rough schools. Like, you weren't teaching. You were teaching in, like, rough areas, rough schools. Yeah, which was by choice. No one forced yeah, me yeah, to yeah. do that. And for the most part, I found it 
really rewarding and I really loved like being a part of these kids lives and like being being able to love them and support them and things like that Mm. but ultimately it just really took a toll on me and I just didn't have the support that a young fresh teacher needs at that that time in their career and yeah I just became really disenchanted with the whole teaching industry really really quickly and I decided that it was just not something that I wanted to do. I'm also not someone that likes to take work home with me and work at home while mm. I'm essentially like not being paid for it. And teaching, I genuinely believe, is one of the toughest jobs out there. And you're just on a salary. You work all throughout the school holidays. People are always like, oh, but you finish at 3.30 and you get so much leave and la, la, la. I'm like, yeah, your school holidays are when all the kids are on holidays anyway. So it's not like you're getting a direct break from seeing kids everywhere you go. Mm. Things are more expensive in school holidays. You're still working. You're still preparing stuff for the next term. So you, it's a mm. job where you truly, at least for me, I just could never, ever switch off from it. And I just, yeah. I did not like it. And a big thing for me as well was... I wasn't going to spend my life in a job that I really, really disliked just because I felt some sort of societal pressure or a pressure from my parents to stay in a job. Like, this is not who I am as a person. Or to, like, do what you studied. Yeah, exactly. What, how do you, because I remember you kind of, toing and froing between going back to uni and being like, oh, like, I don't know if I could, if I, if I like, you know, you, I know you wanted to deep down, you were like, you knew you wanted to Mm. do nursing, but you were kind of hesitant, I guess, because you were getting older. I mean, you were still so young, but you were. I know. It's so funny now. I'm 30. I'm like, I can't believe I thought I was too old to go back to uni. 25? Yeah. I would have been, yeah, maybe 25. Wow. You also did like uni. Like you liked... I like the uni lifestyle. Yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Because you kind of, you do a bit of like casual work somewhere fun and then you kind of go to uni and you just like, it's quite flexible, which I enjoy. Yeah. And I've just kind of made my life like that now. Yeah, exactly. But having a proper Um, job. So what, how did you ultimately decide to go back? How did you decide nursing? I can't remember how. I feel like it was just always a conversation. I mean, uh, something you kind of wanted to do. I think there was a few things. I was like, I actually remember I went to beauty school for a little bit. I, oh, God, yeah. I took some time. Jesus I, Christ. Do I you know. want to do anything else? I know. Fuck, we did. You have I done did, everything. Yeah, I did that for a little while and really, really enjoyed that. And then, I don't know, it was kind of a natural progression into like, how could I expand my skills in that space? And I was like, oh, I'll do nursing. But then I actually fell in love with nursing and taking care of people. And also at that time, my sister-in-law was really unwell. And I was spending a lot of time in hospitals yeah. and going to appointments with her. And it just really highlighted to me how diverse the, a nursing career would yeah, be. Yeah, I remember the driver being the, from a skincare perspective. Like you kind of wanted yeah. to do nursing so that you could reach the end goal of like doing injectables yeah, which or is doing so more funny technical. Now that I am a nurse, I haven't even looked into that side of things. Yeah. And I always thought that's what I would potentially do straight like after uni. Mm. But I've really enjoyed like working in clinical spaces and having patients who are unwell and helping them. Mm. So yeah, it's funny how things kind of happen. But 
yeah, I'm so glad I did my nursing degree. It was one of the mm. hardest degrees I did in terms of it was fast track. So it was two years. They they condensed That's right. it. Yeah. So you never get any breaks. I was still casual teaching as much as I could. I also remember going back to before and after school care for some time there. And I was like the second in charge at before and after school care. So I was there kind of like five days a week, like doing a bunch of different stuff. Mm. Um, like while I transitioned out of teaching full-time and then into doing my nursing degree I kind of like would casual teach and work out before and after school because then you had to you know save and have money sitting there for all of the placements that you had to do and I remember this this was when I, I like now looking back I'm like I can't believe I did this but I would wake up at like 4 30 I'd go and I'd do a morning shift at before school care which started at 6 15 the kids there would leave at 8 30 I'd get changed at the school that I did Ush at and I would go at that same school and I'd do a casual teaching day from like 8.45 until 3. Then from 3 until 6.30, I'd go back to after school care and like be in charge at after school care. The fact that you even want to like look at my children is shocking after doing that. I, I loved could, it. I couldn't. I couldn't do that. Us, like Rick worked there. My brother worked there. It was like such an idyllic place to work. Yeah. It was so, so much fun. And the kids that went to this Ush, they were just all so gorgeous. Like they were beautiful kids. Yeah, so it was helps. it was such a fun, fun job. And also I was really young at the time. I had so much energy. I would just run around all afternoon like with the kids and just have heaps of fun and dance and mm. sing and yeah it was so so Very nice. nice and so now what are you doing you don't have to go into heaps of detail because yeah so now I am a registered nurse and I work in a really sort of unique environment I really love it it's I'm really glad I did the degree I feel like with a nursing degree there's just so many avenues that you can take so mm. I work in more of a clinical environment at the moment, which I really enjoy. But say if I wanted to transition out of that and do something else, it's quite easy to do that. Mm. There's just so many jobs that you can do with a nursing degree, which is what attracted it attracted it to me in the first place was just the diversity of the, the role. And do you still want to do like a um, skin kind of? Yeah, like ultimately I would love to get to a place where I have maybe my own business or something where I do um, skin stuff and, you know, make people feel beautiful and loved. Mm. Yeah, even like holistic kind of skin treatments and, you know, health, wellness, etc. all of that kind of stuff that you know I'm into. Yeah, beautiful. I yeah. can't wait until you do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. On me. Yes, but that's a quick snapshot of me and my life and what I've sort of done with my time, I suppose. What about you, Ezzy? Talk us through your life post post-school um actually just quickly did you hmm. have any jobs while you were in high school I did I worked at glory jeans of course um I worked there for years I forgot that you worked there yeah I worked there for a long 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 time um when I was like in high school yeah um and then after school I Decided not to go to uni because I was one of I I feel like I was one of the very few people who didn't go to uni. You did go for like oh my god no that's right I did like you went for a tiny bit like not even a semester yeah and I was like I I dropped out like before the date like oh, before the what's it called yeah so census date or census whatever. date yeah so I I went I don't even remember what the degree was it was like comms or something yeah I feel like you were doing like a bachelor bachelor of arts. 
majoring in like commerce or something weird. No, it was like communications, a Bachelor of Communications oh, or something. Right. Something so random, like a journalism degree or something. Yeah. Which is No, that kinda made sense because you are like you love reading, you're a really good writer. Yeah, but I just I don't know why. I think I was I felt pressured to do something. I was just something. gonna ask, do you feel like being in high school people made you feel like you should go to uni yeah but I don't know who made me feel like that I don't know if it was like myself a little bit but I definitely felt a pressure to do something at uni I felt like that's just the next thing that you Mm. do but I really had no idea what it was that I wanted to do I've never ever been someone who's like oh you know when I'm when I'm an adult like I want to um I don't know be a nurse or something like that. Like I've never yeah, ever been yeah. like that. The first, the first feeling I ever have had of like a desire to do something the was <laughs> this. <laughs> um, no, it was uh, when I went when I wanted to be a midwife. Yes, because I had really. Yeah, probably before I had Mars. It was, like, while I was pregnant, I think. When Mm. I first became pregnant, I got really, really, really interested in, like, Mm. women's bodies and how they function through pregnancy and all of the different phases that we go through and birth. Like, I was really obsessed with birth and what would happen. Like, I wasn't even scared of birth. I was so obsessed with, like what it would look like in the different phases yeah, my body really would go weren't. through. I, like, and you really genuinely had no anxiety around birth. No, I didn't. I think I was just, like, so interested. I, I like, even in birth, I remember feeling like, okay, my body's going through this phase because I was super, super interested mm. in it. Anyway, that's the only – I was, I was like, oh, I think I want to be a midwife. Like, I love that. But in hindsight, now, I think – I'm sure there are things about midwifery that I would love if mm. I did decide to do it, but I don't think it's conducive with the life – that I have with the kids that I have and things like that. I think the hours yeah, would be like a bit shift much. Yeah. Stuff, I don't yeah. think it would, and it would take a lot of getting used to for me. Um, so at this point in my life, I wouldn't. And then also I don't, I don't know if it's, um, more of like a unique passion to like just what my body was going through. Yeah, like I wanted to know a lot to empower myself. Mm. Whereas I don't know how much I would love it. I don't know. Maybe I would, who knows? Anyway, like I, I still don't know what I want to do. Um, but yeah, so anyway, I finished school and I was like, no, I don't think I want to go to uni. I went to uni for a bit and then I was like, I hate this. Um, it's not for me. This is not what I want to do. And I just really didn't see the point in wasting time or money. Which um, is, I feel like at such a young age, you would have only been like 17, 18. I was 18, yeah. Yeah, to be like, actually, I'm not going to go to uni, even though that's what most people in your life would have been yeah. doing. Yeah. Yeah, everyone was. I think all of... I mean, no, actually, that's not true. Like, we had friends. I had, like, one or two other friends who didn't go to uni and were just doing their own thing. But I think they had something they really wanted to do and were, and were following yeah, right. um, that path. Whereas I kind of left and was like, mm, okay, well, I'm going to get a job and, like, see what happens. Mm-hmm. So I ended up getting a job at Industry, which is the men's clothing store we spoke about before. Um, I got a job there and I worked just like casually and then I worked a little bit more permanently and then I became a manager of a store and did that for a little while. Um, I hated it. I really, really, really really hated it. Um, I'm just not made for retail. It's, it's not for me. Um, anyway, I did that for a little while and then I, someone who I had worked with there, like knew I was like pretty miserable. Like I just didn't like it. And I was probably about 19, 20. And they were like, oh, you know, like, um, just do something chill for a while while you decide. I think I was thinking, oh, maybe I'll go back to uni. I don't know what I'm going to do, but, like, I don't want to do this kind of thing. And they told me about this other, like, corporate kind of role that was, like, you know, easy, didn't pay a lot, but it was fine. And I was like, you know what? 
like a salary is not bad, annual leave's not bad. Mm. I might just do that, see how I go for a little while, go from there. Uh, almost 10 years later, still working at the same company. <laughs> um, but I've done heaps of different roles. So I've had kind of exposure yeah. doing like some more like frontline customer service type stuff. And then I've done some more coordinator, PA, EA type roles, which is assistant roles. Um, and now Two, I like do... like bigger boss kind of people, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, one and then one for like more of a bigger team of people, which is nice because you kind of doing that role, it's like you know a little bit about a lot. So it's You would also nice. be so good at that. Yeah, I really enjoy well, that. Well, I already know that you're really good at your job because we've been friends forever and I've seen you progress really well yeah. through this company. I really enjoyed... You're very organized. ...the coordinator role. I think it's like, it's nice knowing a little bit about everything. Yeah. Like, and it's, it's nice like being everyone's kind of go-to person and having like a, a you know, a set of um, things that you can really like help people with and, and help them to do their job. So I did really enjoy it. But after a while you do that role and like you start just feeling like everybody's bitch and you need to do yeah. something different. So I think I got to that point after a while and I was kind of like you know I need to do something else another role came up I got that um and then when I was pregnant with Mello oh, very very so early pregnancy the long. company and I don't know if you work for a corporate you would know that like they often do kind of restructures so they'll like get rid um, of dead positions or whatever yeah stuff or like that positions. Yeah. yeah and so um I got a call when I was like I don't know, like I think literally were, three months you were, pregnant. Yeah, you I don't were, even think they knew I was pregnant I th- yet. I think you were like 13 weeks yeah. or something. So I hadn't even told work yet and they called me and said that the role that I was in at the time was made redundant, which I was like devo about. Not be- not necessarily because I loved and wanted to be in that role. In fact, that role wasn't like challenging me a lot and so I I was kind of getting over it but it was because I was pregnant and I the job Mm. security was necessary at the time um so yeah I had a I had a bit of a meltdown on the phone and I was like oh my Mm. god like I'm actually pregnant I remember just blurting out like well I'm pregnant like I I don't know like and he was like I'm pregnant and I won't be able to feed my children anymore (laughs) and he was like darling (laughs) are you okay Um, anyway, and so then I, long story short, ended up getting the role that I have now, which is kind of a bit more of a specialist role. I was like, take this to HR. They can't do this if you're pregnant. (laughs) They didn't even know. Get some money out of them. The poor things didn't even know. Um, but yeah, so then, um, now I do sort of a very specialist niche sort of role in, um, like the climate change field. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, I don't want to dive into the details of that and bore the poor listeners. Um, <laughs> but that's what I do for work. So, I uh, yeah, we both, both Naomi and I do very different sort of things. I, f- I would say mm. your job is much more reliant on passion. Yeah. And, like, really taxing emotionally and mentally yeah. and physically. Yeah. Whereas my role is a little bit more, um, I don't know, I guess, it's, like, it's busy. It's super it's super busy. I wouldn't say it's like a, a really cruisy kind of job, but it is not super physical and I'm not like mentally worn down by it. Mm. Um, In saying that though, about my job, I also am really happy. I kind of just fell into the role that I work in now, like in terms of what my job involves. 
and I'm really glad that I did. I don't actually work like in a hospital setting and I'm glad I don't because I'm not sacrificing my body in terms Mm. of like lifting and showering people and I'm not doing crazy, crazy shifts where it's sort of like I'm doing, you know, five five eight hour shifts in a row and then you know going from finishing at 10 30 and having to be back there at you know 6 45 7 o'clock so I feel really lucky I really like the mm. flexibility my job provides yeah me. I feel like in both of our lives which is kind of the next thing I was gonna talk a little bit about and I don't know if this is the the you know back end kind of impact of of the big C but mm. we've both um got like a pretty healthy work-life balance I would say like I personally work four days a week so I work Tuesday through Friday and I have Mondays off with Mellow and even then my work hours are like pretty good like 8 to 4 30 kind of thing and I work from home 80% of the time Mm. so I feel like I have a really 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 good work-life balance I don't feel like I'm just constantly like living in the office like struggling to like get home and make a meal and put the kids in bed and just run off my feet and that's that's like something that's a really big priority for me and it's a massive barrier for me leaving the job that I currently have totally because I'm like it just gives me such such a comfortable relationship with work and my kids and it's like in this phase of life like it's exactly what I need Mm. And I struggle with like, what do I really want to be doing? And what, where's like, where does my passion really lie? What does that look like in terms of a profession? And then also like, how does that impact my family and what's more important right now? And I, that's something I think about every single day. Like I'm, I'm constantly juggling that. Yeah. Because I think often like people will also remind me, Oh, where do you work? What do you do for work? I tell them a little bit. Oh my God, that's amazing. That's the you know, that's win-win for the stage of life that you're in at the moment. It's like, absolutely, that's win-win. Mm. It might not necessarily be exactly what I want to be doing or the exact type of kind of company that I want to work for because it is a very, very corporate it organization. Is, yeah. Um, But, yeah, I struggle because I'm like, well, right now, like, it's giving me really great balance, job security. I have leave. I'm, like, a year off long service leave. Like, it's kind of... Yeah, I don't know. I struggle with that. Mm. And then what you is have... there? Is there something alternative that you would want to be doing? Um, like I think... when you when you're thinking like, oh, do I really want to continue in this role? Like, what's the alternative that pops into? I don't your know. Mind? And I think this is kind of part of the conversation. Is like, I'm not a super like career driven person. We're just not person. career girlies. Yeah, not. I've never had this like driving force to be like I don't know like a designer or something like that's just yeah, like, I'm yeah. not that type of person and I feel like if you really love work and you're really really passionate about something like that it has to be something that like you know lights that fire inside of you and I don't really have that like I'm like I what the things that I want is I want to like work I want to I want to enjoy going yeah. at some level and I want to have a really good balance with my home life mm-hmm. And I want to care about the company that I work for, I think is important. And I think maybe that's the stage I'm at. It's like, I like the field of work that I currently do. It's very technical. It's very interesting. And mm. knowing, I guess, like being being a kind of subject matter expert in the field that I currently work in is very sought after. Like, I know I can do this job at other organizations, but I would love to work for an organization that I like. 
yeah, I have know, more of a personal a, interest in. Yeah, like I feel a bit more passionate about like yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know who that is, but that's what I mean. Like, I, I'm just one of those people who's like, I'm almost 30, I'll be 30 in a year, and I have no fucking idea what I want to do. Yeah. Like, re- ultimately, like, I don't know. Like, I might be yeah. 50 and be like, okay, turns out it was midwifery. Yeah, Mummy's yeah. going to uni, guys. Well, and honestly, like, so you should feel like you can do that. Yeah, I, I just I think- feel like so many people feel so constrained by the stage of life they're in or the fact that they're older or the fact that they have kids. And a lot of people, I think, do like that become a barrier to doing something that they might really, really want to do. I think a lot of it's age. Like I think a lot of it's age. This. And then I think financially as well. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And yeah. I think a lot of a lot of mine is financial. Like, I 100%. literally, I have to have a salary. Like, I can't just yeah. not make money. That's not an yeah. option. Like, in today's day and age, bread's like $19. Yeah. Um, but... I think a lot of people place these kind of restraints on themselves Mm. or think like, okay, I need to be doing this by the time I do this. Like I need to have this job by the time I decide to have kids or I need to do this. And for some people that is what works best. And that is, that does provide them with a sense of comfort and stability Mm. that they need. And I'm not suggesting like every uni student go out and just have kids willy nilly at all. (laughs) Um, I just think like, Sometimes we have to honour, like, the stage of life that we're in and something that we really want to do over, like, working some shit job you don't care about. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I find it, I find it really hard. And I also really struggle to, like, I don't know how to word it, but I guess in a sense it's, like, how do a lot of merit is placed on how motivated you are to work or how mm. much of a hard work you are yeah like be a boss babe yeah. boss up baby like work 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 it's yeah. like ugh, i'd rather not and like oh my god i like, would actually rather like sit on the couch with my blankie and read a book i'd rather <laughs> with sleep, a cup of tea sleep honey please yes <laughs> no <laughs> Vanilla latte? Yes, please, darling. I'll take Vanilla two. latte in a Sally Hepworth book? Thanking you. <laughs> Five days a week for eight hours? Yeah. The barista yes, made fun of me this morning for my vanilla latte. Yeah, so order. judgy. Piss off. Piss off. Just because you have a long black cunt. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'll cut that out. No, don't. Leave it. That was funny. Um, no, but but anyway, I yeah, I I feel a lot of pressure. Um, I think. Something that- no, the thing that annoys me about people who are who are like be a boss, work. It's like okay, telling if you want to do that, go for your life. Oh, but absolutely. don't look down on people who that's just not their vibe. Yeah, like I'm sorry, we live in a capitalist society that has this expectation that we will, you know, stay in the rat race and contribute and pay tax and things like that. And it's like, ugh. That's already depressing enough as it is. And I think there is such a pressure on people in our generation specifically to do something that matters, something profound, something mm. do like live for the passion, like, you know, or work for whatever your passion is. And it's like, I just feel such a pressure to like do that, to be that. And it's like, well, fuck, I don't know. What am I passionate about? I don't even know. Mm. Like, also, if the- I find it so hard. Yeah. I wouldn't say I'm necessarily 
passionate about my job and, you know, I feel a fire in my belly about the work that I do. Yeah. I'm very similar to you. I enjoy going to work. I don't wake up and dread having to go. Mm. Well, sometimes I do, but not it's, often. You wake up at 4 a.m. You know when you just have a job that you fucking hate so much? Yeah. You literally, like, crawl out of bed. Yeah. Anyway, I think that that's awful. Quit your job if you feel like that. <laughs> yeah. But... Have, for me, having a job that allows my life outside of work to be filled with time that I can spend with my friends and my family and exercising or moving my body or having time to sit down and read a book, that is so, so important mm. to me. Absolutely. Same. And I can I can tell you now, just recently at the end of last year, I, I went back to like a Monday to Friday job, like a, you know, nine to five sort mm. of role like a 7 till 3.30 sort of role and just had the weekends off. Oh, my gosh. I was like, how do people do this? <laughs> like, it wasn't a work, it wasn't a work from home job or anything like that. Like, I still had to go to an yeah. office space and things. But I was just like, how do people do this? Like, this is awful. Mm. Like, just feeling so trapped in, so locked in. Oh, I was like, how do people do their shopping on a Sunday? It's so busy at the shops. I'm used to doing my shopping on a Tuesday afternoon at like 1 p.m. and there's no one (laughs) at Coles. Things like that. It's like, oh. I also think I have always, and I think you have too, but you are probably more, I don't know. I hate saying that. Enrico always gets angry when I say I'm not a creative person because he's like, you are. You're just not a, you know, you don't like. Yeah, you're just like, I don't know. You're not in your own. Designing a fabric print. But. You are very creative. You're amazing at sewing. Thank you, darling. But I think I have always surrounded myself with very creative people. Mm. All of all of both of our friends are very creative people. Oh, think about it. Like almost hugely. all of your friends as Literally well. Literally every single one of my friends. And I think for me, I've always worked in a very rigid corporate environment with like all of these creative friends who are genuinely, and I envy them sometimes. I'm like, oh my God, just knowing what you want to do and being so passionate and driven I'm so envious of that because some I just I still now like twenty nine I'm always like I'm always twenty nine I'm always like oh like what do I want to do what am I passionate about like what what's something that I would just love doing and it's like I feel a big pressure to like and I always have because of the people I've surrounded myself mm. with not that they've ever pressured me I just I guess push, it's just like a that comparison sort of yeah. thing yeah God comparison is just like the thief thief of joy that is the saying babe is it that is the saying have you not thought I made it up. No. <laughs> you've just pulled that from your subconscious where you've read it somewhere. Okay, well, I was expecting kudos for that, but TM anyway. Aaron Annie. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I've I've really like always struggled with that. Yeah, that that's tricky. I feel like a lot of young people would probably feel like that as well, especially if they're surrounded by people who, yeah, like you said, have I don't know, you know, sometimes you just have friends and they have really cool jobs and you're like, "Fuck, I want to do that." Yeah, like, I don't want to do that, but I want to feel like that. I'm sure they still have days where they hate their job, and they probably wish they were doing something else. Like I I don't know, know, like... Being a fireman or something. Yeah, true. I don't know, Enrico loves his job, and he's super passionate about it, and just, like... Most people that I'm just thinking now, most people we know are like that. I know, and it's it's very, like, I find I really struggle with it. I'm like... Do you? Yeah, because then... I'm just like, go off, brothers. No, Do I... Do thing. Yeah, I feel like that towards them. I'm like, fuck yeah. Like, I'm, like, jealous of it, I think. I'm yeah, like, oh, I right. wish I felt like that. And, you know, like, when they're all talking about, like, work or the things they do, I'm like, I'm like, wow, like... 
you guys fuck i don't have this. anything to add to this like and i think i feel i feel like yes yeah, so at my work um the bathrooms <laughs> the toilets have like really cool like pictures so on them my boss yeah gets paid about a million dollars yeah 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 no yeah <laughs> do you know what fridays at my work we can wear like kind of fun clothes <laughs> And, like, everyone we know could wear, like, sneakers and their, like, cool shirts oh and stuff every God, single day. Literally. Anyway, we love, we love our friends. We love that we have creative friends. I love it. I, I am so envious of it. I yeah. really wish I was like but that. But definitely the older I've gotten, the more I value, like, flexibility in my mm-hmm. work. And there's so many studies and things coming out especially in this day and age for the generation below us and the things that they value in work it is work-life balance it's having the opportunity to work from home Mm. it's all of these things all of this research is coming out about you know none of them want to work full-time in some monday to friday locked in kind of job absolutely yeah Mm. do you feel like you are content in the field that you work in right now and you can't see yourself changing or do you feel like you there will be a point in your life again where you're like "Mm, i think i'm gonna switch it up I will, I will always change it up. Yeah. I've only worked, like, this is, I'm going into my third year of nursing and I already know, like, I'm already switching it up. That's true. I do so many different things. My job allows me to work in so many different areas, which I really enjoy. And do you still have that passion to do, like, something more skincare related? A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like you were saying, like, that's something I think about nearly every day. Yeah. Yeah. It's something that's on my mind. How can I channel that into, into my life, into my work? But also a huge part of me is like, oh, I love my 12 hour shifts. I love that I can pick and choose kind of when I work. And I love that it provides me the opportunity to see friends. Like I've said before, spend time by myself, spend Mm. time with Tony you know, maybe it'll be like that's a truly hybrid. what I value in my life. Yeah. Whereas I think if I own my own part of me, that would like the thing that stops me from just like taking that plunge and going for it is knowing that it would be this all-consuming kind of thing that would probably take away that time and space that I have for friends and family and mm. and all of that. Do you feel like your the stage of life that you're in and the stages that like may follow like if you do decide to have children or if you do decide to mm. get married or something like that? Do you think any of that impacts yeah, your work? Like when you're thinking about it, are you like, "Oh, I want to do that," yeah, but like particularly I might wait. kids. The yeah. kids thing does because I'm like, "Oh, that would be really tricky owning your own business and having and having kids." Like, would you have to close a business if you run it by yourself? Obviously, you can't, like, give birth and go back to work the next day. That's inhumane. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure someone's done it. Wouldn't recommend. Yeah. Yeah. No, it it really does. That's why I'm like, fuck, I hate being a woman. I know. That's a whole other topic, though, I think. It is is really hard, though. I, Mm. I feel that in... I have horrendous imposter syndrome at work like Mm. really really bad and I think I think a lot of it stems from being a woman and also having the same job since I was very young so people have known me now in the same job for a really long time yeah so they in my head they still think that I'm like 20 years old yeah um and so I have terrible imposter syndrome and the, you know what? The only thing that's ever alleviated a little bit of that was having kids. Oh, that's was so Was being like, I went, I went on maternity leave. I was super shy. I rarely contributed to anything. Even if I absolutely knew the topic and the content and felt perfectly capable of adding, you know, my two cents, I would avoid doing it for fear of like being undermined or someone not agreeing with me or being put on the spot or something mm. like that, which I mean, I'm, I am 
quite a shy person, I would say anyway. But I came back from maternity leave after having Mars and I just felt so much more, like significantly more confident. I love that. I don't know if it was like, fuck, if my body can do that. Then I can do then this. Then I can do this. In or the boardroom. Like, or if it was like comparing like, you know, I'm going to, I'm here. Like what really matters is what happens when I go home today. Like if I can keep I another human alive. leave, just quickly. Fuck, me too. Fuck, maternity leave so is good. incredible. Oh. And you know what? You That's also, I am very lucky. I am very lucky to You should have work. like six kids so you can have heaps more maternity leave. Fuck no. I would, <laughs> I'll go without Personally, maternity Personally, I would really appreciate that, sweetie. <laughs> no, but I do feel lucky to work for a company as well. I think that um, has great maternity leave because not everyone does. That is, is also true. fucked. That is fucked. It's like be a woman, do something you're passionate about, work full time, have a baby and take care of the baby and be a really good mum. Oh, so and I, breastfeed. Anything else. Yeah. Literally anything else. Yeah, and also, oh, that you... Please come home and make dinner. Oh, jeez. God, being a woman actually is rough sometimes. It's actually, yeah, genuinely sucks. Yeah, you're bleeding out of your vagina right I now. I woke up blood dripping down my leg. Confronting. Not really. No, it happens all the time. Yeah. Um, I was like, oh, this old thing again. I know, you but know? it's just like you just feel so... I just hate it when that happens. I, the last few periods I've had, and we're going to be talking about periods in a few more episodes. I'm just getting stuck in the spiral of how much <laughs> fucking sucks to be a woman. But God, that means we're raging I'm about just... womanhood here. <laughs> this episode has. I gone... actually love being a woman. We are divine feminine creatures. Genuinely, we are so much more special than men. Men suck. <laughs> This episode is taking a fucking turn. All right, let's pull it back. Let's pair back. Well, yeah, let's. Um, um, no, but I think down, I think the whole kind of purpose of this conversation is, you know, let all the nosy people know what we do. But then, <laughs> yeah. or, this is the kind of episode I would want to hear same. from other podcasters. Anything that tells me any personal information about people, I'm like, gimme, 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 more, yeah, more, more. Because it gives a good snapshot, I think, of what people are kind of like. As yeah, well. and I, I hope that through listening to us, like, I mean, a lot of people, if not most of the people that listen, probably know us personally. Yeah, hey everyone. <laughs> yeah, but Love you. I think it like each each topic that we talk about gives like a little insight into who we are and what we enjoy and what we don't like and you know how we experience life and our approach to things and I think like you know that's nice I like doing that I mean I feel like I learn stuff about you on here which is really fun I feel like I learn about you also and it blows my mind because we've been in each other's lives for so long I know and I literally see you all the time yeah but I think the whole point of this conversation is just normalizing that that feeling of like uncertainty like not kind of feeling passionate about the job you do every day literally working to enjoy your life and just kind of happily going to work every day with the purpose of having you know the financial means to like yeah enjoy the weekend enjoy the evenings like have a beautiful balance like sometimes that's enough and that is completely we shouldn't feel pressured to do some you know out of this world job that you just like just ignites your soul if it does fuck that's amazing yeah congratulations that's incredible but not everyone wants to and some people want to and they just don't have the means to right now and I think that's okay too I also don't think that we should let the phase of life that we're in or our age stop us I just don't think your value as a person should be defined by the work that you do and get paid for absolutely not I think that's a terrible trap to fall into 
Yeah, and we feel like all my friends get paid way more than me because they do these incredible jobs or they're in these really creative industries where they're getting paid to be creative. And it's like, that's amazing for them. But I I would feel sad if anyone in my life felt less than because because of that comparison to other yeah. people. I think that I've never experienced the financial comparison until like probably the last like four or five years. Yeah, I really felt it when I was teaching because everyone mm. was getting paid way more than me and I just constantly felt I don't know what's like happened that I feel like that now, but I will I often do that. I'm very guilty of being mm. like, fuck, like I need to get paid more, I need to do this more, I need to where it's like in fact we have a, we're super happy. Like we don't, yeah. you don't need more money. I mean, you absolutely need more money with the price of With the price living. of Red Rock Deli chips <laughs> going from fucking three <laughs> bucks to six fifty. you do. I'm asking you South Wales um, for a pay rise yeah. to cover the costs. But, um, yeah, I think, I think there is like a big conversation around money there and like the pressure that that, that puts on people to do more or we need to make more but it's you know money comes and goes guys yeah which is something you've always said and I I quite like that that Hmm. take on it it's true and we both we're both very different financially which I think is (laughs) we should do an episode on that actually like uh um because we're both like I'm a very um you're very financially I'm a very frugal person I am not you are the opposite but you're still good you're not like a terrible big spender who doesn't care about Oh, money. I'm not. I don't have some, like, shopping addiction or something. No, but you're just... I probably just... have a facial addiction, but <laughs> they can bloody blame me. <laughs> but you're just... You're a lot less frugal than I am, I guess. Oh, no. I Like, when Erin's talking about being, like, financially aware, like, she's got spreadsheets. Yeah, lots of and people And she's do. got, like, all these separate accounts and stuff like that. I do not. I have, <laughs> See, a, savings, I have a savings account and I have my, like, access, like, money account. That and I'm g- telling you, the savings account doesn't get a lot of it. <laughs> <laughs> that gives me fucking anxiety. I'll tell you what. <sighs> i tell you what. I'll tell anyway, you what. Anyway, is there anyway. anything else you wanted to <laughs> Babe, say? stay on track for fuck's sake. This is the first episode I feel like we've really been veering. I don't mind okay. Whatever. That's okay. A little bit of, little bit of chaos for everyone's ears. A little ears. bit of chaos. Um, is there anything else you want to say about working? Uh, I was just going to say before, at least my motto on work is like, I'm just working to live, babies. Yeah. I am just out there. Same. I turn up to work so that I can get a decent pay in the next fortnight so I can just fuck shit up and just live me life. No, nah, not fuck shit up. I don't really ever get do that. Get a facial. That. Get a fa- I, so I can splurge on a get little Get a facial face and buy so some So I breaks. can go to the gym. So I can go and do some saunas, you know. That's why I'm working. Mainly so you can order a burrito. And, and never have to cook. Yeah. Ever. Ever again. In my life. I mean, same. Yeah. Same. I am, I'm working so that I can save to travel and do things and enjoy life and yeah, pay I for fucking to... swimming lessons. <laughs> so Chuggy doesn't drown. <laughs> I'm so working so he doesn't drown. He has an education. He's not a little dummy. <laughs> oh, oh, God. God. Nah, but for real. No, but also <laughs> just want to give a shout out to the career, the career girlies and guysies. Because if you are, like, go off. I love that for you. I love people that find meaning in their work. I think it's a really beautiful thing. Mm. And also there's like some really important jobs out there that need <laughs> passionate people, Absolutely. which I don't want people thinking I'm not passionate and don't provide good care to people as a nurse. I no do. one thinks that. Okay. <laughs> that's um, the anxiety that's speaking. Anxiety no one thinks thing. that. Cool. I think both. That's the, my self doubt. The point of the chat is that 
both both sides of the fence are fine and okay and fantastic. Yeah. If you feel passionate about it, that's fantastic. If you don't, that's fine. Like, mm. it's absolutely okay because I think, you know, I, ju- I just think that I guess the point we're coming from is we're on the side of the fence that doesn't necessarily, like isn't obsessed with their work, doesn't have this, like, long-standing oh, yeah. passion. People always like, what's your five-year plan, like, at work? And I'm like, five-year plan? Uh, just to kind of keep rocking up for the shifts that I'm rostered <laughs> on to do and just having a good time on <laughs> here. Just keep going, baby. Just laughing with my peeps at work and when I leave here, not thinking about it and just living my life. Same. Yeah. Absolutely same. People always like, why don't you do, like, the manage- manager... Um, like position or um, why don't you work work towards doing that? I'm like, why Nada. would I do that? Also, or work Monday to Friday again and get paid the if same. If you enjoy having direct reports, go off sis. But I can't think of anything. Yeah. Worse. Also, I want everyone at work to like me. So, <laughs> hello, people pleaser. I don't. Oh. I don't want my friends at work to be like, oh, Amy's changed since she became a manager. We can't even no do, thanks. and we can't even talk about people pleasing because I've got quite literally no tips on how to avoid it i am <laughs> the biggest people pleaser my my new I, manager who i've had for maybe two months at work mm-hmm. the other day at a work lunch i was like oh yeah like yeah i'm a bit of a people pleaser and she was like oh i've absolutely noticed that and i was like oh. you've known me for six weeks and you already know how how deeply i live to people please that's yeah. embarrassing that's embarrassing. Something, something for us to work on. Maybe. Yeah. We should. Is it? Yeah, okay. Yeah. We should be All more right, staunch fine. in the things we think and feel and not not downplay it. Because God, it, I got a flutter in my belly just thinking about having <laughs> I just shit myself thinking about that. <laughs> uh, on that note, thanks for chatting, guys. <laughs> now, um, should we wrap it up there? Yeah, let's Do you have it. anything else to say? No, I don't. I think um, I think it was a nice kind of chaotic chat yeah sorry about that guys we're just i'm not sorry i've had two coffees we're sitting in aaron's car recording this because it was the only quiet place the about boys to go are in inside and deal with some chaotic hurting kids the children. So. <laughs> it sounded like you said hurting with hurting hurting getting them together yes um all right well we love you guys we will see you in next week's episode. we're actually going to pop up a little anonymous q a on the insta yeah. um for people to ask us questions so um ask us questions ask please the juicy cues yeah, ask us anything. I think it'll be fun. Um, God, seriously, if there was two people I knew that had a podcast, I would be asking like 10 juicy questions. If it was anonymous, absolutely. If it was anon. Um, but yeah, ask us questions. We're going to answer that in next week's episode. It'll be a bit of a bit of a shorter one. Um, and then the week after that, we're going to be deep, diving deep into all things periods. Periods, being a gal, cycles, trying to live in alignment with our cycles, all of that kind of stuff. I'll do a little uh, nurse educator. Yes, please. Spiel on it all. All right. Well, we're going to love you and leave you. Uh, thanks for listening. Yeah. Peace, bye. love, and peace, peace out. Yeah, bye. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs>